is the King Team Network. Welcome back. Um, thank y'all, everybody, for rocking with us. Like I always say, this is the Royal Family. We are back. Interview number I don't know what, but we got an amazing mechanic, um, beautiful young lady in the building. She goes by Carbe because she does not tell us her real name. So, Carbe, how are you? Uh-huh. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, we tried to do this, but then a snowstorm hit, oh, yeah. and um, we couldn't make it happen. And then my car broke down, so we had some uh, real good one-on-one experience with each other already, even though there was a lot of texting going on. Um, let's take everything back, because first off, tell them where they can find you, and, your, and where is your um, shop located? Okay, well... First of all, Instagram, I'm Carbae1990, C-A-R-B-A-E-1990. Um, I'm appointment only, so don't just pull up on me. Talk that shit. Call me 216-303-5353. Mm-hmm. And, um, so don't need, we not even going to say the address because you're not finna pull up on nobody. don't just pull up. Don't just pull up. I hate that. Appointment or appointment only. Appointment only. Just call me. You can get same-day appointments, too. It's That's just, I need to know that you come. I'm a woman. I can't just have motherfuckers just pulling up on me. And I'm in the cut, so. You definitely in the cut because we came super late and it was super. We couldn't find it for a while, but um, it it was when you find it, it's like oh shit, this is perfect actually. Like it's in the cut, you ain't gotta be bothered. You know what's back there and you know what's not supposed to be back there. Mm-hmm. So that's dope. How long have you had that shop? Uh, I've been there. It's gonna be a year in um, in April. It's gonna be a year. Before that, I was uh, yeah, almost a year. I've been doing this. At the, I had my own shop. Have Before your own this, shop for a year. Um, I was mobile. Well, actually, I rented a space on St. Clair. A lot of people know me from me fixing their car on St. Clair 55th because I rented a space in somebody else's shop. Mm. And then before that, I was mobile too, but then I went back mobile for a minute, saved us money, and got my shop because okay. it was still cold. But um, yeah, I've been rocking out for a year in there. I've been working on cars. Let's go all the way back. So, Car Bay, where did it all come from? It all came from, uh, so I went to New Mexico when I was real young, like 18, mm-hmm. and then I met a guy there, and he basically had me stealing cars. Like, I was mixed oh, up in, you know, you like, some shit. shit down there. I really was, and um, oh, shit. I learned a lot down there just from doing that, like, you know. So what really, made you go down there at 18? Because my mom lived down there. Oh, are you from No, I'm from Way Park, but my mom moved down there to, like, try to, I guess, build a better relationship with her mom. Mm -hmm. And then I followed because I wanted to build a better relationship with my mom. Okay. You know, like, pretty much break the cycle because I had a daughter. At uh, the time? Yeah. Okay, so you had a daughter young. Mm -hmm. I had my daughter when I was 15. Okay. So, I'm 32 and she's 16. Damn. Yeah, so. That's my girl, though. That's my girl. Oh, yeah. But, um, Y'all grew up together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for sure. real. For sure. Everybody's like, that's your sister? I'd be like, no, it's your daughter. So you... Uh-oh, you got a phone call. You got another phone so call, I people. That's what, Look, she's busy. They probably hitting her up again. Um, But, okay, so you... All right, we going all the way back even more. So you had a daughter at 15, 16. Um, how did that change everything? Um, because I pretty much dropped out of school in that grade. Wow, okay. And I was working a job. I got my first job at a 79th supermarket at, at the grocery store when I at was... At 16? 15. Shit. When I was 15, that was my first job. 
And then I was just working. I wasn't even worried about going to school. But I still went back and got my GED before my class graduated. Really? Mm-hmm. I was 17. They so were you still... was always smart. Mm-hmm. I just had shit to do. You know? You had shit to I do. I had shit to do, man. <laughs> do you ever regret leaving school? Nope. That's Mm-mm. good. So you learned to work early. What made you start working? Was it having a kid? Or was it just, yeah, it was... I wanted some money? It was having, I needed some money. I had to support my kids. Shit, my, you know, I didn't have a, you know, no support system for real. Mm-hmm. So. So you didn't have a support system growing up? No, not for real. Like, I have my brothers and my sister, but, you know, by the time I was coming of age, you know, they had all. They, they were already so older. They were already, like, you know, my sister, she got married, and, you know, my brothers were his wife mm-hmm. at the time, and. My other big brother, he was in our jail. Got you. You know, I had my other brother, Adrian, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty much it, man. No aunts, uncles, grandparents, you know, none of that stuff. So, shit, I had a baby, and that was that. that was <laughs> so you had a baby, and then you decide to go to New Mexico at 18. Mm-hmm. And do you take your kid with you at the time? I took my kid with me. Wow. So, how long did you stay down there? I ended up down there for four years. And that's where you met your boyfriend? My ex-boyfriend, yep. Ex-boyfriend. My ex-boyfriend, who was, he's passed away now. Oh, I'm sorry Due to, to the life that we was living. Like, really? if I stayed down there, it's like, shit. It was you know? that bad. It was that bad. So, when did you start to know it was becoming a problem? Like, when did you get into it and, like... Been like, oh shit, I gotta get out of this. Well, it was like more just because of the abusive relationship. Okay. Much, you know what I'm saying? So you had a lot of shit but, going but on. But yeah, it was shit going on. But you so know what I'm saying? got time for school. It's shit going it's on. It's shit going on. And, for real. Um, like, he just had me in a life where, you know, we was dealing with drugs. Sometimes we was using drugs. Wow. Uh, stealing cars. I mean, talking about hooking up. It was a, uh, a Dodge Ram just. The pickup truck just pulling up to the back with a winch on it, lifting the whole old car, driving off with the motherfucker. And then you take the converters off. And then these are the older cars from like the 50s, 60s, 70s, where the radiators was copper and mm-hmm. brass. So you will get that. Real money. So yeah, you just take the shit off and scrap it. And you do two cars a day and you go to the next town. And you know what I mean? Damn. And he just knew everybody. Like he knew the people to go to without a, you know, title. He just. He had it all, and you know during. So he was already that, doing this when you met him. Yeah, he was doing it. It's just like me meeting him. You know, he I just got. He him. just taught you. Yeah, now. I taught you. So taught me. So I was learning. We'll catch flats. Catch got fucking. Learn how to do a flat. You know, old battery day. Got like, I was just learning shit. Like I was just always, as you go with the cars, like doing wow. shit. So when I got, I came back here. I got parole back here. Cause I went to jail. Wait, what? Cause I went to jail. We not gonna speed past that and part. Then, so she like, yeah, we was working on cars, and then I went to jail. Yeah, but then so I went to jail. How long? And then, um, I did well all together. All the time I did down there, probably about nine months. So but you then, was going back and forth to jail. Uh, well, I got a two week furlough for when my my father passed away while I was in there, and then like. First, I was in there, and then I got out, but then I violated, and then I went on a run for a minute. Jesus. And then they called me and put me back, and then they held me until I got paroled. It was like, my judge told me, you're Ohio's problem. He was, It was like that, so they held me until I found a place to get paroled back to. And okay. Then, um, 
So they made you come back to Ohio. They told me you got four days to get back um, and report to your PO in Cleveland, Ohio, or you get 10 years on top of your four and a half years. God damn. And they didn't give a fuck how I got back. How I got back was my father had passed away while I was in jail. So I went, I met this guy one time in my entire life. Your dad? Uh Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So the only reason that they... That's a whole nother story. The only reason that they found me is because I wrote... I sent them a a Father's Day card. And so when they found him in his apartment, he had been passed away for like three days or something like that. Wow. And they went to investigate and they found him in there. And they was looking. The sheriff was looking. They found his letter. They couldn't find no uh, next to Ken or nothing like that. So they called the sheriff in New Mexico because that's where the letter was from. Turns out... This girl's in jail. Let me fucking At the get moment. Her. Yeah, let me go that's get her. That's crazy. So they pulled me out the cell. They said, hey, who's Stanley Woods? And I said, that's my dad. Oh, he passed away. Come on, the sheriff. The sheriff from Alabama's on the phone. What? So that's how I ended up. Yes, that's how I ended up getting a furlough. I went, I picked up my father's car and, you know, some of his belongings. And that's how I ended up getting here. I had his, it was a, um, it was a blazer. Chevy blazer, 95 blazer. It ran blazer. good? ran great. <laughs> and, um. He had some gold chains and stuff. I had to pawn that to get gas money. I had a flip phone and a, a book map that I bought oh, out the gas savage. station. Flip phone is of 2012. God, and I got up here. Damn. I made it here. By yourself? I'm by or myself. With your daughter? No, my daughter was, I went to jail. I was right. in jail. So her father and my brother came down and got her a while. Okay, okay, okay. Got you, got you. I was in jail. So at the time she was with her father and his mother. You know, so waiting on me to come back and um yeah i made it back the day be oh no thanksgiving morning like at three in the morning four in the morning 2012 and then i reported to my po friday and you had probation then they put me on parole because you switched from whenever you move from another state they put you on parole even if you wasn't in prison you were just in jail but yeah so then um, so, through all of this, right, you're learning about cars, but when did you, because your face lights up when you talk about cars. Yeah. So, when did you learn that you liked cars? So, in the middle right, of the high back speed. Back then, that was like all stressful. It was just stress. I didn't even realize that I would use it. You know, I, right. I didn't even think about my future, but then I got here, and then I didn't, I couldn't get a job because I couldn't pass a background check that was like a good job. You know, they check everywhere, but um, AAA gave me a chance because they only did Ohio. So I was the only female roadside tech. Really? And, um, uh-huh, for AAA. For how long? For like a year and a half. Did you like it? I love that shit. I was the best one. Like, I was running circles around all y'all, all the Ooh. dudes. And um, I was about to be employee of the year. Like, my boss didn't even want to let me go. So he had to let me go because um, I couldn't pass the background check after I completed parole. That's what happened. Oh. So he, they did background checks every three months. So really? I didn't ha- have nothing in Ohio. So they was only searching Ohio, right? So, it could... so this case all the way in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so once I completed parole, I started digging here. So they do background checks every three months. And then one day my background check just came back dirty. Damn. And they was like, oh, I'm sorry, we got to let you go. But And then he motivated me a lot. His name was she. He was like, uh, man, that's okay. Like, if you go to school, you decide you want to continue with the cars, you can come run my shop when you graduate. So what? Yeah, I went to school. I went to Ohio Technical College for that. And then while I was in Ohio Technical College, I was going to my friend Piney shop mm-hmm. after school. And um, he was teaching me stuff. I would watch him work. And then I 
this guy Dino, he was my mechanic before I decided to become a mechanic. Okay. And so whenever my truck would have a problem and I call him to fix it, I'll be out there with him. Like, mm, learning to do Learning it. even more. And then eventually he was just like, man, if you, you know, you serious about this shit, you could come ride out with me because he was a mobile mechanic. Mm-hmm. He pulled up. So I started riding out with him, doing jobs with him. He started breaking bread with me. So I was just like really starting to do it till the point where I got all my tools up and I just started doing it on my own. On my, oh. I was working at the shop too at Moreau. I had worked at 55th at Moreau for like damn near two years. Mm-hmm. And I worked my way up to lead tech and assistant Ooh. manager. See, I started off as a loop tech. Come on just now. Just changing oil and then... Um, I was also on my off days doing my own side work. Like, Were you? Like, um, so you took mobile. it completely. And then once the pandemic hit, and then they came and shut down 55th, and they tried to send me to uh, Solon, and my check, like I was used to being able to get my side work in. So that was mm. that was cool with it. But, you know, they move you out to Solon, you can't get that shit off. No. So now you just living off. What they buy. What they and then you. I realized I was like, I got my check. And for two weeks, it was like $600. And I had made them like $5,000. And I'm sitting here in they building um, with my tools that I paid for. Wow. And my hands that yeah. I did this shit with. And the only difference is I'm standing in your building. I can yeah. do this shit for myself, so I quit. I didn't go back. I quit on Friday when I seen my check. By Monday, <laughs> by Monday, I had made that check that it took me two weeks to make. Wow. It was a wrap. It was, it was okay. Dunzo. Mm-hmm. So you oh, were mobile from there. Mobile from there for like, for like damn near a year until I found um, that shop on 55th because it was cold. You can't, you know, nobody fucking, and it's cold and snowing outside in Cleveland. Shit, you wrap that shit up. Ain't no mobile no more. Factual. So then I started paying him. Then I was there How for was a while, experience? but then I was there through damn near a year, through the summer, back into the winter. And then we had got into an issue because... He was on some bullshit. So I ended up going back mobile, but it was cold as fuck outside still. Mm-hmm. This was like, I got the spot in April. So this was like, March, April. This was like uh, February, March. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it forced me back outside in the cold and work. Mm-hmm. So I'm out here working, like, saving up. Like, man, you know, every step that I ever took going through shit, it just always reminded me a motherfucker would never put me out of shit else or a motherfucker would never fire me again or another you know what I'm saying? That's just been that motivation. That was leading up. You know what I'm saying? To me, just to be like, I'm doing now. this shit by myself. Mm-hmm. Because every time I try to do something with somebody else or for somebody else, I get shit on. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And I, I know what the fuck I'm doing. I know, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, at the end of the day, I'm helping your shit out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because knowing your these, work. a lot of these places, these Monroe's and shit like that, they hire and fire people like fucking McDonald's. They just training people to do shit, like make a sandwich. They don't really know what the fuck they doing. It's okay. just like, you know what I mean? You know, that's why a lot of people all oh, went here and they fuck my car because they got, they got new texts coming in because they, they don't pay people. They don't know how to treat people. So, mm-hmm. fuck that. So, how would you change the industry? Because I guess there's not a union of sorts. So, yeah. how would you change um, new um, technicians to to be treated fairly. Well, I just think that like. Is there enough money? There is enough money. Okay. So like, so Especially like with, with the me, new cars. I I basically I'm doing everything by myself. But like, so say I got three cars and it's just too fucking much. I'm still getting phone calls. And I don't want to send the money away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got a friend of mine. Hey, can and it's. First of all, I like fast, easy money, mm-hmm. right? So if this is some bullshit and this shit finna take me all day, 
and I don't really, I got all these calls and shit. I might, I instead of sending you away, I might call somebody and say, hey, what do you want to fix this? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then they'll tell me what, you know what I'm saying? I'm still able Better to make some network. money yeah. because it's it's still my customer. You right. know what I'm saying? And I still got to check that work and I still got to make sure, you know what I'm saying? It's still my name on the line, but... You know, I'm paying you what you want. I'm not fucking paying you ten dollars an hour to do mm-hmm. a fucking five hundred dollar job, and right. I'm gonna just profit four hundred something dollars and give you a fucking hundred dollars, and you just did. You know, that's just not fair, and that's how this shit works. Yeah, that shit is. That's how it works when you working at these places, or they'll make you, you know, work up to commissions, and it's just. I just don't like that shit. It's your tools. It's your hands. You know what I'm saying? I just don't believe in that shit. I just don't. That shit is fucked up to me. Excuse my language. No, you good. Because I just know how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, how is it being a female in a male-dominated industry? It could get annoying just because a lot of people doubt you. Like, they be, like, they'll call your phone and be like, yeah, I need this done. You sure you can? It's like, come the fuck on, man. Mm. Or, you know, I'm working. I'm working on your car. And, you know, a lot of people want to stand behind you and just watch you. It's like. Oh, really? What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Do, do you do this to the the last guy that was fucking? Right. Is this even an option at your last shot? Right. Like, you know, but you just roll through it. You know, sometimes I get a kick out of just like showing them how easy I can do this shit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really don't fucking want to be bothered. You know what I'm saying? I just want to get the work done. True that. So you know, you just gotta find a balance and just. You know, a lot of people think, oh, she got an attitude. I don't. I'm working. <laughs> I'm just working. You know what I'm saying? Like. No, it's 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 facts. You definitely don't have an attitude. You really just be about your business. Yeah. And that's yeah. good. That's good because, like you said, um, as a woman, they sometimes play with you. Yeah, and you do. can't let them play with your money or anything. That's for sure. Right. They, should, they think shit's sweet. They try to get shit over on me that they would never even exactly. approach the next man with. You exactly. know what I'm saying? It's like... Come on, man. Like, Facts. You, gonna... you know the game, though. Yeah, like, it's just like, come on now. So that's why that's why we got to have things in place. So where did the Car Bay brand come from? Because that's a fantastic name, it first is, off. It is, it is. So this girl I went to middle school with, um, her name Janiqua House. She a dope chick, too. But uh, I was always posting my work, working on cars and stuff. And she, she put on a comment. She was like, okay, then, Car Bay. Because, you know, they had Salt Bay mm, and, you know, how they yep. was already using that. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, Car Bay. And I was like, and I think it's still in the comments. And I told her, I was like, oh, you might be on this. I'm about to go copyright that or, or whatever like that. She was like, she was like, I just, she was like, just remember me or something like that. I was like, hell yeah. So she actually came up with that shit. That's dope. Yeah, so. Yeah, it is dope. How long ago? Uh, about two years ago. Oh, so this Maybe is two and a half years more ago. recent. Yeah. And you've been working on cars since what your early twenties. Um, I say I was, I started off stealing cars in right. um, two thousand ten, eleven. Okay. So. So before that, you didn't really care for cars, or did you like cars? But that's the thing. So I met this other girl uh, that I grew up with, and she was like, "Man, I see. I'm so proud of you." You know, seeing what you're doing, you always was in the cars. I remember you always oh, talking about cars. And I'm like, really? Like, I didn't remember that shit. Gotcha. But then I look back at a picture, and I'm just looking at myself like this. I was a fucking, always a tomboy or some mm. shit. Like, I, but I grew up around my brothers and stuff. True that. You know what I mean? Like, my brother Isaiah, he used to have a little model car he would paint. Or 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. I used to take apart radios and put them back together. I used to go to the School of Science. Like, I invented Look at a, you. I invented a um, thing for my project where you come outside to the car. Like, it's like a little antenna on your car, and you press a button, mm-hmm. and then the little light on the antenna, it turned red mm-hmm. when you press your button, so you find your car, because, mm-hmm. you know, especially at night, you can't find your car. I invented that shit, in No, you didn't. Oh, on the... I invented that shit. You can say that. I invented that shit. <laughs> okay. So, how do you expand as a car brand? Like, what do you do? What's the next steps? Because you're really out here, but... You know, you're by yourself right now. Yes, and it's hard because I've tried to train about, i say about five females this past year. And that's what you want to do? You want to train You want to train see, more yeah, females? Yeah, I do. I want to teach. I really want to teach, but um, I found that now I'm, I have to charge. Mm-hmm. Because before, it was more like, you know, just come on up here and while I'm working, I'll show you, you some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And shit, if you catch on, you can start making some money with me. That was the vibe. You know what I'm like saying? Like how you started, basically. Yeah, that was the vibe. That's what I wanted to provide. Because that's, mm-hmm. shit, that was love for me. Right. Like, I, I would never forget, you know, Piney or Dino. Mm-hmm. Them two, the, like, if you start off working on cars, you need somebody. Yeah. Like, I'm that for this guy named Jameer. He, I taught him a lot. Now, when he work on cars and he gets stuck, he call me and I'll tell him how to get out of something. The same thing I do with them. So, you need that when you, yeah, you know. Absolutely. So, I, I, I'm thinking that, you know, and I'm getting a bunch of, you know, people coming up for a little bit and, you know, just go off. And, and it's just, it actually slows me down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Taking energy and time and away. And then when you do it and you mess something up, I'm still liable. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it, it's just like, it's a lot to it. And it's like, I finally figured out. I'm going to just have a class. Yes. And if if you decide that this is something that you like and you want to get into it, then, you know, maybe we can go from there. But I can't just keep giving my time and energy. But I do, I feel like I provide valuable information, though, especially even if you just uh, starting to drive. Or most people who drive, they don't know how to do nothing but get it in and drive it. They mm-hmm. don't know how to check the oil or listen out for what bad brakes sound like mm-hmm. or, change a windshield wiper or a headlight, they, like, completely immobilize when shit like that happens. Like, okay. oh, shit. Or they catch a flat and it's like, oh, my God. Right. And it's, you could have this shit, you could be back on the road in 10 minutes. Like, you know, just little stuff that I could teach you. You don't have to want to be a mechanic. But you know what I'm saying? I feel like I've already been, you know, giving away that. And I just, I feel like that would be a good way for me to, you know. Supplement income. Yeah, Expand. get some income and also... Just to teach people, give something to remember. Because, like, even when I was young, I remember going to, like, this bike uh, club my mom took me to. And they, I think you go there and you build a bike and they let you keep the bike or something like that. What? Yeah, like, they taught you it was, like, a like co-op that. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I always remember that. It's, like, stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that I like to provide. Like, you never forget it forget this shit, you know, right. you stuck at two in the morning on the side of the road and you change that damn tire, you gonna remember, man, that girl taught me how to Thanks. change this motherfucking tire. That's, that's the kind of stuff I want to do, like, or you, you know, you driving around and you almost locked your motor up, but now you know to check your oil and, and you caught it in time and you ain't, damn, you, you almost, you know. You was right there. Good thing I know how to check my oil and do my own oil changes and make sure, you know what I'm saying, stuff yeah. like that, you know, it just... Stuff like that, I like. So that's real shit. I like. And it. then, like with the kids and stuff, I could. I feel like I could go, cause I already went to John F. Kennedy and talked to those kids, and 
that was a good experience too when I invited them to come, mm-hmm. you know, to the shop if they wanted. I threw like a Halloween party, gave Ooh. away uh, free haircuts for the boys and That's polish great. for the girls yeah. on Halloween. But yeah, I like doing stuff like that. Like I just want to be involved in the community and just teach and shit like that. Mm-hmm. While still doing a service. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, so that's what I want. I love it. I love it. So that's the next steps. You want to kind of expand on those. The cla- I think the classes is a great idea. Classes, yeah. I think especially even if it's just basic, changing a tire or ch- checking the oil. Changing the oil. Changing the oil, whatever. Those simple things that can, that can not take too much off of you. Like it take, like it's easy for you to do. Like you can do that in your sleep almost, Mm -hmm. but also bring a lot of value to people Mm -hmm. and people will pay for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, and I haven't heard of a class, especially in Cleveland like that. So that'd be dope. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that'd be dope. And it can help people like create an income. Like exactly, you know, like, like these kids, you know, like, Hey, you could change all your family members oil, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For some money or, you know, you could do your dad breaks for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Teaching you the right way to do it. Or you can time. call. You know what I'm saying? You could still do this as income. Mm-hmm. If you know how to do this, you could, shit, you could make some money. That's at a the fact. End of the day, if, you, you can find a passion. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. Okay. Um, What else do I want to ask you? Uh, let's see. How is the personal life? with the business life being that you are the ceo the worker the business associate you're everything right now mm-hmm. how is the balance i'm trying to find it i'm really trying to find it this is like an everyday battle for me because like when i first got the shop you know when you mobile it's like shit when you when it get dark it's over with Right. You know what I'm saying? But when you got a shop, it's like it's a whole new ball game because now you can leave when you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I first got the shop, I was leaving at like 11, 12 o'clock at night. I was so excited. I just wanted to be there. Like, I just lived there. And then now it's like, shit, damn near a year later, I'm kind of burned out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I got it. I'm just learning how to pace it and leave early mm-hmm. and make time for because I take Sundays off and that's my do laundry day and grocery Real shop shit. day and make sure the kids got clean clothes for school, you know, type mm-hmm. stuff like that for the week. And then that's, like, pretty much it. I see my kids when I take them to school, pick them up, drop them off, and then before bed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn. And on Sundays, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to find a balance. But it's like, shit, if I don't do this, shit. My kids, they they lace for real. They, they chilling, you know, they don't got, they don't want for nothing. And it's like, which one you want? Mm-hmm. I got I to gotta lay this foundation. You know right. what I'm saying? So, they understand. My daughter's 16, my son's 7. They ain't no little kids, you know what I'm saying? Right. They're pretty much self-sufficient. So, where'd the hustle come from? Shit. If I ain't, had, if I ain't make it, I wasn't going to get it. True that. It's, so you it's had always to learn been it. like that since I was a teenager. Like, since I was a teenager, mm. like that. Like, so, I just, like, literally, like, I didn't lived on the streets as a teenager. Like wow. you know what I'm saying? With a kid. Like bouncing Damn. house to house from this this friend couch to this friend couch to my brother couch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where his his fucking wife don't even want me there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As a this I'm under eighteen. I'm sixteen, seventeen, you know what I'm saying? Going through this shit. So I I always know that feeling of when somebody really don't want you there. You know what I'm saying? So I, I never 
I always just had to have my own shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I always had to provide shit. Like, I just, it just wasn't an option. I had to get up and, and do some shit. Or I look at the bums on the street and be like, shit. My mom, shit, she was in homeless shelters and shit like yeah. that. Like, that's what my brother and my sister went through before I was born. Like, when I was first born, that's what we was coming out of. Like, you know, we already come from nothing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, and then my mom, she did the best she could, and it was just her. So, just watching her struggling, like, lose her battle, you know what I'm saying? And having to, shit, keep going without mm-hmm. no other grandparent parents you know what I'm saying wasn't nobody there so that's just what the fuck it was shit I always had to be self-sufficient that's facts that's facts so what do you think your daughter seeing you go through all of this has learned from you man my daughter know everything she learned my daughter is just like a mini me Mm. anything I feel like I say I feel like she is saying Ooh, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, or is that good? I feel like that's good. Okay, I mean, good. shit. You know what I'm saying? Is she young? She gonna she gonna learn to put her own spice on it. You know, through her years while she while she growing up. But right. She gonna get this game early. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Just because she been getting it early. We grew up together, so I feel like she gonna be well equipped. She just, you know, it's she she learned different shit because she ain't got to go through the same shit I went through. Mm-hmm. But she also heard my stories. And, right. You know what I'm saying? Went through some of the backlash of me, you know what I'm saying? Of sh- me trying to get up out of shit that I mm-hmm. dug myself in so she kind of understand. Where you, you know? coming from with Yeah, stuff. so my daughter, she, that's my girl, she know. Yeah. Real shit. Okay. Um, so tell the people everything that you actually do as far as working on cars. What can they come and get from you? I love doing um, breaks, Brakes is like my bread and butter. Why? Because they so fast and easy. Mm, but people need them. People need them like this. That's a fact. You probably need brakes need like them. every year. She was like, year yeah, and your brakes. Year, year and a half. You should be, you should be coming on back. And it's so many different cars out here. Everybody need fucking brakes, right? So it's like, I charge a hundred dollars for pads and rotors. You know what I'm saying? It might go up depending on the car, but base pads and rotor for the front or for the back. That's a hundred dollars. I could do that shit in thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. I love doing that shit, but um, I could do brakes, brake lines, oil changes, suspension work, tie rods, control arms, struts, shocks, uh, fuel pumps, uh, thermostats, sensors. You know, I I diagnose like I um I don't do electrical work though. I won't fuck with it. Why? Cause I just I don't got time. I I, I just. I don't, like, I do like it? fast, easy money. No, I don't fuck with electrical at all. Mm. I don't fuck with transmissions. Like, I'm, okay. I'm, I could put a sensor on it or a, um, a shifter cable on that motherfucker, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing that. I'm not dropping an engine. Oh, I'm you're not, not dropping an engine? No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> not uh, doing timing belts or timing chains. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't fuck with that. Anything that's going to take... Listen, if my phone ringing all day with, with, with these fast, easy... You know, service jobs. I'm one person. I don't have a team of motherfuckers. Right. I'm going after that. I'm not about to sit with your fucking car and figure out, you know, why you blew your head gasket and, and then sit there and replace your damn head gasket and t- do this shit all week for this money that you finna argue with me about that you really don't want to spend. Then you gonna yeah. call me every fucking day yeah. asking how fucking long it's gonna take and what. What's up? When when I'm gonna get my car? I gotta. I don't want to deal with that shit. Right. I want you to drive your shit in here. 
fix some shit and dry your shit out. True. You know, I really, I really do not like that because then I got two people that then got their car towed in and it's fucked up. I got, I don't even know where to begin because there's so much shit going wrong with them and now I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Figure out this and they calling five hours later. So what's up? What's the word? Like, <laughs> the word is tow this you shit back to where it's like, from. For real, like so, because back. I gotta be we like that it. because it's just me. It's yeah. not like I got this shop and I got five employees and it's just like, yeah, bring it in here. You took this, you took mm-hmm. this. It's not like that. That's mm-hmm. how most car shops is. That's what y'all looking for. Y'all gonna go pay them high ass prices right. at those shops. You know what I'm saying? With me, I'm gonna take my time and I'm, I'm gonna do the do shit right. right and I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? I got other shit going on too. Mm-hmm. You gotta respect that. I got appointments. If you come in for some breaks and and you end up needing a break line and now. This this hour job takes who fuck knows long now. It's not like I'm gonna say fuck my two o'clock appointment. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? It's not like I'm gonna say fuck my three o'clock appointment because right. it's not like I'm about to say fuck my five o'clock appointment because of you either. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now you you over here. Get in where you fit in. And now you calling me in the morning. So what's up? Uh, what's up? I just woke up. I'm headed to the shop. The same <laughs> the same shit's up that I told you yesterday was up. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that shit can get headachey. That shit get real. It do. Like. And then on top of that, you just had another car get towed in. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So it is just me. Ooh. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? I got to watch what I take in. Mm-hmm. I can't just be, oh, hey, I'm driving my car and, and it's just not shifting right. In. Little shit like that. I, I ain't got time for that, bro. You got to take that somewhere else because you don't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's sound like a bunch of bullshit. To me. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I can't. I can't spend all day trying to figure out what's wrong with your car. You don't want to pay me what it's worth for me to diagnose your car. Right. You know what I'm saying? You For what? All that shit. All I needed was... But you ain't know that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now you want you got to pay me for that. Plus, it's this much. You know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. And then it's, all right, yeah, so this is the ticket. Damn. So now I just wasted my whole fucking day. Yeah. Because you ain't got the money anyway. Right. You ain't even... It's all this big long list. Your shit, your shit fucked up. And I, I didn't miss all my appointments. Mm-hmm. It just don't work like that. So it's just... It's stressful sometimes. Y'all just got to chill. Especially if it's just me. That's mm-hmm. why I just got to watch what I take in. So that's Absolutely. why I can't just take in everything. That's on your question. I like fast, easy money. Just to keep it easy on myself. It's not that I can't do the work. Mm-hmm. It's just that... I could make six hundred dollars today doing this easy shit, or I could spend all day uh, going back and forth with you about why you gotta pay me this two fifty or three hundred. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like. You know. I feel it. I feel it. Um. Well, this is the King Team Network. Um. This is another business spotlight. I have Carbay in the building. Thank you so much for telling me your story, telling us your story. Thank you so much for uh, being real about you know what you can and cannot handle. Uh, and how it is being a female in a male-dominated industry. Um, I think that's some real perspective because my mom taught me a lot of this stuff about my car. So it's like I I know a lot of women know a lot about cars, but they don't get the respect they deserve. Mm-hmm. So shout-out to you for pushing that shit forward. Shout-out to your business. Um, shout-out to your Instagram one more time. Carbay1990, C-A-R-B-A-E-1990. And that's that. Cause she just she's so she's so bay like. <laughs> it's the car bay. There we go, and it's the King Team Network. Thank you again. We out of here. Boom. <laughs>